All right, minute 40 of X Minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm Brian. I'm Wolf. And this is the very intense podcast that takes the longest running superhero franchise to date without a reboot and breaks it down one slow evolving minute at a time. This is the 40th minute of X-Men. Wolf just got surprised that the minute ended because he fell back into it being a movie. It's crazy. And geez, what happened in this very intense minute, Wolf? Ooh, so much happened. Now, I wrote down a part that I want to get back to, but um, we see what's going on in his mind as Rogue tries to wake him up. It's just a bunch of flashbacks of Alkali Lake and being in the liquid chamber, all these signs. Scientists everywhere, a lot of bubbles in the water, very scientific stuff here. But one part I wanted to point out to you is at 11 or 12 seconds. That I wanted to talk about that too. Like they were like passing around champagne and hors d'oeuvres and shit. Like, yeah, that uh, that made my jaw drop when I was rewatching it. I was like, so it's like, what? I mean, fuck. are they celebrating yeah. the, this, like, they're celebrating the, the, the successful experiment on uh, a mutant passing out champagne to uh, these dark, like, faceless figures? That seems pretty interesting. None yeah. of that was in X-Men Origin. It reminded me of the moment in X-Men Origins between him having the surgery done to him and having him actually jump up and his claws come out. Having that mm-hmm. weird, weird insert of a very CG stamping of wolverine's dog tag tag. so weird and shoehorned in and made no sense but uh it was cool it was cool in the trailer though that was it was really cool in the trailer yeah much better in the trailer but yeah in the movie and this just made it even more sick i mean it was sick before but it's like at 21 seconds we see that same masked figure with the scuba style mask on Mm-hmm. And he's really getting in there. Now, so at 24 seconds is the last frame we see that scuba masked gentleman. And then literally I one just, second later. Sorry, just you hold on a second. It's just getting another cameo from the co-host of oh. 2000 Minutes. Go check that podcast out. Well, no, what I was saying was um, at 24 seconds, we see the last image of that scuba gentleman. And then 25 is a cut to Logan waking up in a fit of rage and uh, yelling, uh, gasps and yells before he stabs Rogue. Now, what I think happened in uh, 24 seconds is you might be remembering the first time he was poked by that giant needle, and maybe that's what woke him up. The the like remembering that pain is what woke him up. Yeah, and yeah. since we're getting to the point where we're going to start over, I want to point out it occurred to me that what could have actually caused these nightmares is mm. gene reading his mind a bit mm. bringing those images that, subconsciously yeah. a little higher up in his consciousness mm. like he it's been so repressed that he may have had nightmares before stuff like that but just the timeline of it mm-hmm. she sees some glimpses of that and then that very night he has full-on night terrors of it yeah that's true i never really noticed that that's pretty interesting it's like she could have like i mean like those memories were probably buried deep down by her messing with his mind a little bit you know brought her back up yeah, so at, oh, let's see yeah. I've got a a jokey question, but considering that Mm. Rogue only knows that she hurts people Mm -hmm. when she touches them, like, 
I know it's technically like the only way I could possibly survive is if I take his powers for a moment. Mm -hmm. But considering she doesn't actually know that she takes powers, technically, could it be misinterpreted or interpreted that she was like, oh, I'm gonna die. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, if I'm going, you're going too, motherfucker. You're you're gonna get hurt at least. Right? You know, I think that, you know, she's she's like a teenager, like a young kid or whatever. She gets, I mean, she's probably never been stabbed in the chest before. But, you know, as she's dying. Really? Because that was like every day for me, bro. Uh, I hate that accidental Jake Paul reference. Every day, bro. No, but um, she was stabbed oh, damn in the, the chest. Haters. I couldn't use both hands because I'm holding my microphone. I don't even no, but she was like stabbed in the chest and it's like as she's like fading away or dying she sees it's you know logan a man that she cares about who probably cares about her and she's probably just like you know at the at the end of her life you know touching his face and she you know slowly drifts away she i don't think she knows she's gonna suck his powers up but maybe she's just like you know why or whatever yeah it's or, weird considering that in the sequence of events the last time he actually saw her in the movie was when they crashed. Oh, yeah, that is because true. They crashed. Yeah. He fights Sabretooth, gets knocked out, wakes up in Jane Grey's office or whatever, her space. He runs away, meets Xavier, gets a... Well, he sees her in the hall, I think, maybe. He sees her through the door of the classroom, but he doesn't actually talk to her. And then he gets a tour, Mm -hmm. goes back, finishes the medical stuff, and gets his mind read and goes to sleep. And then goes to sleep. And then the next time he actually is talking to her or around her, he's like, oh, whoopsie, I killed you. Also, how, like, how far are their bedrooms apart? That's never, I mean, for her to be able to hear him. Or maybe he was really loud. Yeah, I don't know. I want to say it's sharing the same wall, but also then since his room has to be at the end of his hall, at least at his side, to have that window Mm -hmm. and her weird fake entrance into the room. I don't, I have no idea. Also, like, you know, I don't know. I mean, I've never been in this type of situation, but if I were to hear a grown man grunting in the middle of the night, my first instinct isn't to walk into his room. I mean, at least knock. You know what I mean? Wolf, yeah. what do you think his grunting's about? His I door is open. His door is literally It open. is open. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, you know, if I heard something like that, and my first instinct yeah. isn't to be like, hey, let me go see what this gentleman is grunting about. I don't, I don't want to... <laughs> I don't know what's going on in there. I mean, it could have potentially saved her life if she was just like, you know, let me just let me just go back to sleep. Whatever's going whatever's going on in there has nothing to do with me. Definitely. And also, I totally see his door being open as him being like, "Fuck you, Scott. I'm going to sleep with my dad." Yeah, right. But I just thought of this. This is another moment, and it'll be more apparent in the next minute, where it's setting up why Magneto wants Rogue. Because she Mm, can take Bones. It's the one time where it's like safe within the story to let her do it without much guilt, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, that was like that was a really brilliant way of showing that she can she can take on other mutants' powers or take, you know, from uh, other human beings with her powers. That was pretty interesting. It was like a pretty cool way of showing that. I mean, like, if it wasn't like this, how else would they have... I mean, they would have figured something else out. But I wonder what would another way be, you know? Like, what would another way... 
I would make one little edit to this scene. Hmm. Considering that we don't know that she can take people's powers, yeah. considering she's about to die, I would have mm-hmm. her fall down to her knees and accidentally <sighs> grab his arm. Mm. You know? Something like this is this is a better filming. It looks better when you have the hand going to the face mm. and seeing his reaction and then letting her do it and all the veins come up on his eyes. And it's better for the film composition or whatnot. But for reality's sake, mm-hmm. reality's about mutants. <laughs> for the sake of like she doesn't know what her powers are, then it would be better if she fell forward a little bit or fell on her knee and accidentally grabbed his arm as she's dying and then i don't know why i keep doing i've done it through like four is different that, episodes on different podcasts is that the sound that the the, the power sucking the into yeah the blood just go here's the power <laughs> um but it would it would make it more natural that way for her to yeah, discover like, that she yeah. had those kind of powers it'd be more of like you know um what is it happenstance or uh it would be more like a it would just i don't know it, it wouldn't feel as forced or and, maybe people wouldn't question it as much it's like why would she touch his face or? and i'm not really saying it's very forced like i never questioned it until we're doing this <clears throat> podcast where our job mm-hmm. is to be very anal about it yes. <laughs> and give way more attention than should be necessary from your average movie goer but yeah that was just my little note on that my you know like of one of my one of my favorite parts of this scene is uh 34 seconds leading into 35 seconds when he retracts his claws i like that like the, how the claws are going all the way through her like she has such a small frame that you know yeah maybe they wanted to show without her stealing his regeneration powers she would have died i mean because like no, There's yeah. no way to survive some shit like that. I mean, 100%. maybe. I'm guessing that but, it's punctured her lungs. Yeah, right through least. the sternum. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely am like, she will die if she doesn't do this. Mm-hmm. But also, That would have been devastating. Could you imagine like if she didn't have those powers and it was just like some other random mutant who yeah. was like, hey, you okay, sir? I just met some people that can help me with all my shit. I've <laughs> gone through some trouble and had my whole life upended because I saved this girl and then my first fucking night in this mansion I kill, I it. kill a child god damn it <laughs> I'm guessing I there's mean, not enough a break. I'm guessing there's not enough uh, security cameras to show that I didn't mean to yeah right but like, then again well, Xavier getting... could read his mind and be like yeah you, you could have but uh or he'd be like logan according to the security footage you killed rogue for no reason at all logan you will be sleeping in the floor beneath the floor where all the floor things go <laughs> where all, that is your you spot. will be sleeping where all the floor things go and that is the sequel to this movie where all the floor it's things a crossover go. with where the wild things go or wherever <laughs> it is i don't know why i'm doing a horrible australian accent i'm so sorry God, I'm, I'm out of control <laughs> oh, dude, right. Let's see. So she gasps at 41. So once he realizes he stabbed her and once she realizes she's stabbed, their performances are fairly accurate. I I think his performance, he's, he's very shocked. He's horrified at what he's done. He has Panicking. no idea why he's done. Yeah, panic. Hers is more like, did this just really happen? This is starting to hurt, you know, because I mean, I would imagine it wouldn't hurt immediately. You'd go into shock. So yeah, confusion. 
confusion. You see a lot of confusion. He yells for help. Somebody help. And then we get that famous face touching. You know, he's like, and as she raises her hand to touch his face, the look on his face at around 55 seconds is, is, he's, it's so sincere. Yeah. That's just not a thing that Hugh Jackman does in his performances. He's got that sincerity. Yeah. He doesn't know what it's going to do. He knows he'll get hurt, but he's scared, but also guilty about it. And also, right around the 58 second mark, if you go, his veins come up with a little bit of extra light. You see light traveling through his veins pretty quickly to her fingertips. Yeah. And it doesn't even emanate from where her fingertips are. It's like all the veins pop up to meet her fingertips. Oh, yeah. That is true. I'm just loving that we've had so much time with this minute and we haven't even gone back and really broken down the nightmares. I know, right? (laughs) Let's see here. There's a lot in this minute. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. So around, let's see here. Around two seconds, we get boiling water and then it cuts to him above the water with a fire in the foreground and a bunch of dark figures silhouetted by blue light. Yeah, like I love how like every single person person in these flashbacks it's like you can't see their face it's like they're it sort of adds to the effect of this is a memory and then the next glimpses, we get three syringes with oh, yep. silver liquid in them. And then yeah. when we see fire, remember when we're in mm-hmm. X2, it's silver liquid <laughs> boiling, but it's weird. We got the silver liquid lit on fire oh. instead. Wow. And then it gives us literally the shortest clip of water with air bubbles and then a shot looking in on Logan with a circular view with green. Oh, yeah. More shots of the figures and then that champagne you said with a clip of boiling water over the champagne kind of mimicking the champagne bubbles oh wow yeah that's a really cool like that's a cool effect i wonder what those bubbles are supposed to be besides just arbitrary science stuff (laughs) yeah i'm not sure i do know that at around 15 16 seconds we get a view from wolverine's point of view but of two people operating on him oh and then someone's red i think rubber gloved hand going towards his feet Uh, how many seconds is that that is around 17 seconds 17 oh yeah and we get all the drawings on him and the metal pieces keeping his hands in place that are kind of foreshadowing the metal that'll be inside him yeah that's really cool around 20 seconds like around yeah around 20 like i wonder what is is that like a bolt attached to like a a piece of metal that's like securing him that's what it looks like it looks like a bolt like not drilled in all the way yeah i'm it looks like the bolts that you're talking about is drilled into the floor okay or something but then there also seem to be like extra lines holding him down like mm-hmm. literally look like uh what's that like plastic stuff that they pull tighter on people in lieu of handcuffs oh, uh zip tie zip ties it kind of yeah looks like it zip ties kind of to me but yeah they yeah sense. they they do make metal zip ties not to bind people but i could see them using something like that in the situation where they have this you know monster of a human being that needs to be subdued yeah and the thing that i didn't notice is that shot of his hands is also mm-hmm. superimposed with a shot of him screaming his face oh crap i didn't even notice that yeah and like the in the um the oxygen bubbles pouring out of his mouth that is yeah that is 
intense. Yeah, that was a that was a lot of information very quickly just to uh, yeah. you know successfully disorient us to a point that we feel as confused as he does in this in this moment. Yeah, and then we cut to him with a very sweaty brow. Yes, <laughs> you know it's funny about like uh, about movie sweat. I did like a, I did a boxing film. It was like an independent boxing film a while ago, and and they used like a mixture of like. I think it was like glycerin some type of glycerin or whatever and they and they positioned it on my head to look like you know beads of sweat and also just like like little tiny bits of sweat all over and it just stayed like that for hours <laughs> you know it just looked like fresh sweat for hours it was amazing so i wonder what they used for this effect well good news if that was uncomfortable for you because we only get two shots of him being sweaty <laughs> one at 28 seconds and one at 31 seconds but then oh uh, yeah no more sweat at 41 seconds but what 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 project was that for that you needed uh oh sweat? that was just that was just an independent boxing film for a film competition competition film for a festival uh here in michigan yeah so very nice what's the what's the project called Shout it's out. called the so it's for the capital city film festival uh, in lansing michigan and the competition was called the Fortnite film competition so you get a certain set of time to make a film, which means uh, you know, write the script. You have to make the actual film, uh, cut it together, and submit it in a short amount of time. So it's interesting. I was very nerve wracking. <laughs> I always wanted to do one of those like 48, 72 hour film festivals, but have way too much crew and try to do a feature length <laughs> film, like literally 20 <laughs> editors and be like, every person has four to five minutes they need to edit over the next three That's days. So let's get our shit together and just make something obscenely long. Yeah, dude, me and my team, we do we do a lot of the 48 hours uh, some 36 and it's just like we've seen crews that are huge like huge like 12 people crews or whatever i mean for an independent for an independent film that you have like a day or two to work on they have like and not even just actors it's just like an entire crew and our crew is a no more than six people <laughs> for those competitions that, that might actually help you yeah it's like a lot less a lot less uh stressful a lot less uh moving parts but yeah on that note i just want to point out at 44 seconds uh mm -hmm. Paquin's hair is very frizzy frizzy mm. frizzy and if you want to watch the minutes with us go over to instagram follow us there at x minutes if you're watching this on youtube please like subscribe and check out the other podcasts as well as well as uh all the episodes of this and if you're on audio please leave a rating or honest review on apple podcasts but this has been minute four zero i'm a wolf i'm a brian <laughs> and we are the best at what we do but what we do is not very fast mm -hmm.